0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Growing Up, Not Growing Old podcast. My name is Mike Russo. Sitting with me is Angela. Hello. And on Skype is Andrew. What's up, buddy? Hey, what's going on? Hey, thanks for doing the show, man. I really appreciate that.
1: Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me.
0: Anytime. So um, uh, every October, me and Angela do a a horror-themed podcast where we watch two movies a week. One newer one, one older one, and we kind of took that approach to this week's show where we watched uh, an older movie and a newer movie, and we really wanted you to get on and, and take part, in it. I want to thank you for that. But before we get into that, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Um. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Put you on the spot.
1: He did. Well, I'm a freelance writer and graphic designer. Um, I write for iHorror.com. Oh, can I do shameless plugs? Of course. Okay. Um, And KinkyHorror.com, which is actually uh, headed by, uh, if you know your browser stars, Diana Prince.
0: I know that name, yeah.
1: Okay. And, um, yeah, I kind of just fell into writing... Several years ago, for the Lost Highway, who I still write for, um, because I started doing video reviews on YouTube, because I wanted to do like sketch-based ones, because I really liked uh, like the angry video game nerd and such. And uh, they just he asked me if I wanted to start writing reviews for the website, so cool. uh, Started doing that, and now I'm uh, kind of venturing into filmmaking. So um, I just did a short film called Revenant, and that's going to be part. of of a horror anthology that should be coming out this fall or maybe a little later called Empire State of the Dead nice Um, and right now I'm going to be the assistant director on a film that just raised some money called The Black Sect Uh, and that's being made by the guys um, who run Voltra Video if you collect VHS at all
0: that's, that's just, You sound like you're a busy guy, man. That's very exciting for you. Yeah,
1: 40 minutes of sleep last night, but uh, I'm ready to go.
0: Jeez. Oh, that's great, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: I fell asleep at work for 30 minutes. so That's the really worst like, thing having
3: kids, dude. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, I like keeping busy, but sometimes it's a bit much. But yeah, um, yeah and then uh, I review like toys and everything, I video games. I actually checked out some of your videos. Yeah. Very oh, cool. God. <laughs> oh, thank no, you. No, it was
3: fun. Like <laughs> I like how you throw in like a little clip of the video game and then a little clip of the movie and then yeah, the that's uh, really yeah. Cool. I
1: actually uh, I capture the footage too, so I get to go back and play the game. So it's kind of fun.
3: It's very cool.
0: I feel I feel like the horror anthology needs to make a comeback because back in the in the 80s with you know of course Creepshow and then you had Trilogy of Terror and there's this one back in the day that. A lot of people never even heard of. I actually saw it in the theater. It was called Fuck. Let me see if you remember it. It was a horror anthology. Oh, I thought that's what it was called. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: no, <laughs> it was um, it was a horror anthology, and one of them had cannibalistic civil war soldiers. Do you remember that one?
1: Oh, is it? Um, I think I have it in a box uh, It's uh, is it? Um, shit. It's it's, a, it's like one word. I think it was shit. <laughs> <laughs> was it released by Trauma? Uh,
0: I don't. I saw it in a theater when I was a kid, and then it never popped up again. But I remember okay. it was pretty good.
1: Because the one I'm thinking of, I don't think it's an anthology. It's called Curse of the Cannibal Confederates.
0: No, but it might it's as well. Really that's bad. one segment. Might as well could have been. I remember there was the Civil War guys, and they came across. This is very I saw this movie back in like 85 in the theater. They Before I was born. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> damn. So they they came across these cannibals, but the thing is, if you get injured and you eat the flesh, it heals you.
1: That's kind of like Ravenous almost.
0: Oh, that's with oh. um that's the like Guy Pierce movie, right? Yeah. Yeah, fuck. This is going to bother me now. What <laughs> the fuck is this? Uh, it's not the Kindred. God damn. That was another one from my youth that disappeared
1: this is one of those ones as soon as this is done i'm gonna think of it
0: yeah you know it's one word too, like the something but uh, anyway okay so do you want to um you want to give out your youtube channel or anything
1: yeah uh you can just go to goon reviews uh on youtube and i have all my videos there i haven't really updated my site in a little bit just because i i keep forgetting yeah sure and uh my friend's Gonna help me design a new one because I tried laying it out. I'm not very good at coding, and I kind of screwed it up. And yeah, you can just check out my videos on YouTube, or you can always uh, go to Kinky Horror or I Horror, and you can read my stuff there. Nice. The nice.
0: Yeah. So, um, so you got yeah, you got you're involved in a bunch of things, not only just horror, you know games and toys and whatnot when i was a kid man i had all the transformers man i had fucking voltron
1: oh Um, man like when you're a kid and you finally got all of them to form voltron that was awesome that was like the best feeling
0: oh yeah it was life was complete (laughs) i got all the voltrons man yeah
1: and
0: uh, go ahead
1: i was just gonna say one of my earliest memories was actually getting the egon action figure from ghostbusters um, oh, because, shit. Um, I think it's a supermarket, or it used to be a chain up here called Ames. And my mom worked where- there, and my dad and I were going to pick her up. And I fell asleep in the car, and I just remember her waking me up going, Hey, look, there's Egon. <laughs> and I had Egon from that moment on. Awesome. I still have it.
0: Did you see the picture of the new Ghostbusters, by the way, the, the females? I did. Did you notice that the blonde girl looks like the cartoon the version of Egon? Egon? Yeah, that's the first <laughs> thing I thought. It's fucking sick. I wonder if they did that on purpose.
1: I, I think they must have. Like, it's a little too close for coincidence. So.
0: Oh, it's, it's like an exact match. It's sick.
1: Yeah. They, Which? Like, she even has, like, the curly cue in the front of her hair and, like, the big glasses. So. It's oh, yeah. Ball.
0: Which Voltron do you prefer, the lions or the vehicles?
1: Oh, man. You know, I, I, I always liked the vehicles a little better.
0: Yeah, cause of the helicopter shit, right? Cause of the blades. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and what it was is Voltron was this robot force, right? Uh huh. And you had there's a couple. There was like a bunch of different sectors in the universe, and each sector had a a Voltron robot to protect it. So one sector had a, a, a Voltron made up of robot lions, five of them. <laughs> was it was five, right, Drew? I'm yeah. sorry. Do I call you Andy, Andrew, Drew? What?
1: No, you can call me Drew. That was cool.
0: (laughs) So they made up Voltron, but then there was this vehicle one with like helicopters and fucking little Jeeps and shit. (laughs) It was really fucking cool. I mean, I I always go back to the Lions because that's the cartoon I watched. I never saw the vehicle one, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: but the vehicle one was cool because he had that badass helicopter weapon.
1: Yeah, I like them better, but I still remember the Lions a lot better because, yeah, that was the cartoon.
0: Yeah, man, definitely, 100%. And I still never – I bet you the vehicles are more sought after now because I don't see them in any of the toy stores, like the collectible toy stores that go in. I never see any of those.
1: No, it's – yeah, since you just brought it up, it's been a long time. It's one of those things that's almost forgotten.
0: Yeah, exactly. Some people don't even know there was a vehicle, Voltron.
1: There's a – I've been coming up on a lot of toys people seem to have forgotten. If you remember Mask.
0: Oh, yeah, I 100% I remember, man. They had yeah. like,
1: the trucks that turned into helicopters. Um, yeah. Most people remember GoBots, which was the rip-off Transformers. Oh, they were awful. Yeah, they sucked. It they, was had, like,
0: they did two moves.
1: Yeah, and it was like, if you were a good kid for Christmas, you got Transformers. If you were bad and they wanted to punish you, you would get a GoBot. Exactly. So. Or if, if you were the poor kid, you got the <laughs> GoBot. <laughs> it was like, oh, man, right now my friend and I were trying to track down, have you seen... I forget what country it's from, but it's, like, it's called Robert Cop, but it's this really crappy RoboCop figure.
0: Oh, no way, really? (laughs) Yeah, but
1: it's one of those, um, figures that, like, you'll go into a dollar store, and instead of saying, like, Justice League of America, and you have, like, you know, the Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, it'll say, like, Truth and Justice Fighters, and then they'll throw in, like, a car with, like, Shrek. Yep. And, um... Like a bratz doll or something.
0: One hundred percent. I've there's at the up at the bodega slash gas station over here. They have a a superhero fighting s- like set, and the characters is like just a little bit off Batman, just <laughs> a little bit off Wolverine. Like they'll throw Marvel and DC characters together,
1: and the paint jobs are like all screwed up, or like oh, the yeah. face is a little melted. Yeah.
0: <laughs> also, another like. Transformers, GoBot, like, good kid, bad kid. Like, the bad kids always ended up with fucking Photon. <laughs> and all the good Photon. kids had laser tag.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I remember Photon. It was like, yeah, we all got laser tag in that one. Kids like, oh, I got Photon. we Yo, like, well, you can't play with us.
0: <laughs> yeah, Photon sucked
3: because, number one, it had wires and you had to wear a yeah. backpack.
0: I feel
1: like I you guys that. are really
3: old right now because I have zero yeah. idea of what you're talking about.
1: <laughs> yeah, but, I don't think I'm too much older than you, right? You got 4 years on me. <laughs> so, you should kind of remember this.
0: Uh, well, that's kind of your business. I'm just old. Yeah, I'm just old. <laughs> I would love to get into toy business. My all oh, my old GI Joes, the, like I said the Transformers, He-Man had so many He-Man figures.
1: Yeah. It was uh He-Man. He I got it. into Ninja Turtles and Ghostbusters. It was I got a paper out just to support my uh Ninja Turtles and X-Men figure habit when I was a kid.
0: Right, now, maybe you can shed some light on this. So now, when I was a kid, there was some confusion with Ghostbusters, because there was mm-hmm. Ghostbusters, and then there was the real Ghostbusters. real Ghostbusters. What the fuck was the difference? I don't remember.
1: I'm just going based off memory from a while. Ghostbusters was a completely other cartoon. I don't remember what it was about. I'm pretty sure something about busting ghosts. But, <laughs> since it was copyrighted, they had to use the title The Real Ghostbusters since they were also making a Ghostbusters cartoon, so they couldn't call it Ghostbusters.
0: Okay. Uh, did the Ghostbusters have the characters in it? Or- no,
1: it was just something completely different.
0: Oh. I, I remember
1: seeing, like, I, I think it was a ghost and it was wearing, like, a scarf and one of those, like, old school, like, aviator goggles or something.
0: Sounds like a Scooby Doo villain.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was, I, it may actually have been Hanna-Barbera. Um,. But I just remember it being really terrible, and I didn't care for it, because I was like, this isn't Ghostbusters.
0: Oh, that's what that was about. All right, yeah. good. You just shed some light on something I've been thinking about for the last 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So what do you love about horror?
1: Oh, wow. You know, that seems like that would be an easy question. but No, it's, it's not. It's not.
0: <laughs> no. There's so many an- answers to that question. Just, like well, I guess, generally, really.
1: I think going back... Um, It would have to be... It was that thing I wasn't supposed to be watching. Absolutely. And I had a small black and white TV, so in my bedroom when I was a kid, I would watch basically anything. You know, you'd just flip UHF stations and you'd come across stuff and you had no idea what it was, but my earliest one I do remember watching in color was I snuck out... My brother and I, we snuck out of our rooms to watch Critters. And, yeah, my mom knew about it, but she didn't say anything. Um... So part of it, I think, is just, like, that, and then the other half is, I think of all the genres, it's probably the most creative, Mm -hmm. because you come up, even though the concepts at their core, they might be the most simplistic, like, kids go to camp and get killed, but you come up with a mask or a creature design, and then you come up with all this way for these people to die, and then you have to physically create all that, and... I think there's just so much thought going into it. And just from being on sets and from watching like extras on DVDs and everything, it seems like those are the most fun sets to be on. So I think that's why I love it. It's just like there's a really good community and it's just a tremendous amount of fun. I mean, you don't even get scared once you kind of become a fan. It's just you get excited about it. And I mean, if it scares you, that's good too.
0: Right. I think also horror is just... You're just pulling it, you're cre- it, it is creative, because it's not like The Aviator, a movie based on, uh, what was the name, Howard Hawks, Howard Hughes? Movie based on Howard Hughes, or Goodfellas based on the mafia. It's, you're just creating this thing. And giving it life, mm-hmm. so that's what's great about horror too. You're just pulling shit out of the air, or even if mm-hmm. it's like a story from the 18th century that you're modernizing, and, and yeah. it's just it's fra- well, I mean, it's very stale at times. But horror is very creative. You're right.
1: Yeah, they and what you're saying about going back. Well, I don't think he was 18th century, but like all the H.P. Lovecraft stories that uh, Stuart Gordon did, like Reanimator and From Beyond, those were made, you know, yeah, more modern in the 80s. So. Even if they're older horror tales, they really offer you ways to update them. Whereas like if you look at like a romantic comedy or an action film, it's essentially, um, I don't want to say they're the same, but they feel similar and stale really quick. Yeah. I guess in the 80s we got a whole bunch of great kind of newer action flicks, but even some of those had sci-fi or horror elements like Aliens and Predator.
0: Yeah. And and the, the, that's why I think like a lot of those action movies, Hollywood is starting to bring them back a little bit because yeah. it, it was like the '80s kind of. There was action movies back in the day, but the '80s really, really, um, what's that word I'm looking for, Ange? Not originated, but innovated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really innovated it, and then kind of died down for a little bit. Now they're starting to bring that shit back. I'm not a big fan of the Expendables. I didn't really like it, but I see what they're yeah. going mm-hmm. for. You know.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of wish they would have gone more practical. They went a lot of CG. I hate but, that. I don't yeah. like CG at all. No, it's. If you can do it practical, you should just do it practical.
0: Exactly. Like, for The Walking Dead, Yeah. all, all the blood, the blood splat, is CGI. When I would yeah. have a couple squibs, that would be yeah. awesome.
1: Like, in that first episode, when Rick shoots. Um, when he goes back to the police station and he shoots that cop through the fence, the zombie cop. Yeah. That's. That's a the blood effect they use is like the most common blood effect you can get for your basic editing
2: software. Oh,
0: that's so awful. it's
1: it's really cheap looking and just I didn't think it looked
0: good. Even Romero started using CGI where is yeah. dead, and it's yeah. sucking. Yeah. It looked horrible. It really did. How do you go from Day of the Dead, which was, when did that come out? 86, 87, something like that?
1: Yeah, 85, 86, something like that. Mm-hmm. It,
0: lo- it still looks amazing. Yeah. yeah. And I think it looks better than Diary of the Dead. And what was the last one we watched,
3: Ange? Survival of the Dead.
0: Oh, God. That movie was so <laughs> bad.
1: That was like, bad. Like, I don't even know
3: how we finished that.
1: If, right. well, so he didn't comical. have it. He didn't have anything to do with it, but the remake of Day of the Dead—that one is probably the worst by far. The worst zombie film I've seen.
3: I, I heard didn't that. Even s- watch it so
1: fucking bad. Yeah. I one. had zero it's, desire. Like I bought it just because it was Day of the Dead, and when it first came out, because it was one of those movies that got shelved for years. Mm-hmm. Like they couldn't find a distributor, and it was one of those things where, uh, you know, I wasn't really paying attention to that sort of thing and why that happens. And then it finally came out and I watched it and it's like, I was just sitting there seething and getting angry and just (laughs) like, because I mean, everybody loves Rhodes from the original Day of the Dead.
0: Yeah, Mm. definitely.
1: And then you're like, okay, well, if you're going to do it, Ving Rhames would be a good choice. He's in it for like 10 minutes, maybe. Uh And he's just so weak. Like he does Uh nothing badass.
3: I just think there are like certain movies that you should just never touch, never try to remake. And that is absolutely one of them.
1: And I guess he had a different script which kind of turned into Land of the Dead which was supposed to be his original Day of the Dead Okay. but his budget got severely slashed so he rewrote it and I think that's kind of what he probably should have started to do with like uh, Diary and Survival so he he could rely more on practical instead of CG Mm -hmm. like kind of fit it to his budget
0: yeah right and um, I saw an interview with him and that CG blood is all
3: about budget
0: yep it's all about budget.
3: That's so terrible. They're
0: doing a remake of it again.
1: Of which one? Day of the Dead. Are you serious? Yeah, so it's really? out there. Oh, my God.
3: Is the remake of the – like the, the remake, was that the one with Mina Savari in it? Yes. Oh, yeah. Definitely had yeah. zero desire to see oh, it. Oh, <laughs> and
1: and Nick Cannon.
3: Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's your Absolutely. boy, Ange. That's your boy. You love my Nick Cannon. boy? Can- you love oh my Nick God. What are you even talking about
1: right now? <laughs> okay, I, I, I don't know Nick Cannon personally or anything, but if I had to judge him based solely on this movie, it's. I don't want to say it, but.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nah, listen, I tell you what, man. Listen, my...
3: the only thing I know of Nick Cannon is commercials for, like.
1: Oh, I thought you were going to um, say Chappelle Show.
3: No, no, <laughs> no. Um, commercials for Detroit Oh, like, my God. Yeah, he was in that. <laughs> what does he host? Like America's Got Talent or something?
1: Yeah. Is that what he's doing now?
3: Just straight commercials. That's all I know of Nick Cannon. I don't know yeah. what you're calling me out on.
0: Over. Was he <laughs> like one of those Nick
1: Jr. kids? What did he start doing? Listen,
3: he's, one of, like he's
0: one of America's finest actors working, okay?
1: <laughs> Him and Shannon Tatum.
3: Mm.
0: And fucking XXL. Courtney Jai.
2: Oh, God.
3: Who's that? He's like... Oh, that's a man? <laughs> it's right. a man. Is I, that a man? You remember, like,
0: um, like five years ago, Sam Worthington was in everything. Oh, yes. Yeah. He's the new
1: Sam Worthington.
3: Oh no, I like Sam Worthington though.
1: Oh God.
3: Uh, no, shush. No, what was he good in?
1: <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, what did I like him in? I like, think. Oh,
3: Avatar. Avatar. Is I it Courtney? Avatar? What? No, no, no. Sam Worthington in Avatar.
0: You know, do you like when he says... <laughs>
3: Come on. This, this, is,
0: this is why I didn't like him in Avatar. Because there was one time where like they were trying to kill him.
3: He was like, why are you trying to kill my ass? <laughs>
2: I was like... Right, but he know. was like... Uh, yeah. You know what?
3: Shh. We're all allowed to have guilty pleasures,
0: okay? Okay, I'll tell you what you liked Sam Worthington, Terminator Salvation. I
3: was going to say Terminator Salvation. Yeah,
0: Marcus. Oh, yeah. That's,
1: that's
3: what you liked. Him. Marcus, absolutely. Oh, isn't,
1: uh, isn't Courtney Jai Reese. in... Suicide Squad? Is he Captain Boomerang? He is, yeah. Okay. I
3: don't even know if I know who this person is. He's uh, he was
0: played. He was in the last Die Hard. He's yep, in that's In the Terminator, yeah. he's in
3: Suicide
0: Squad.
1: Yeah, he's a um, pretty face to kind of throw in the action movies.
0: Yeah, he'll be gone in like three years.
3: Here's yeah. a woman's they- name. What do you expect? How do you spell his last name? J A I. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Googling him currently. Oh I have to see what he looks like to see if I know who he is.
1: He's nice. just that same, like, chiseled chin with the cheekbones and yeah. the buzz cut. And I've
3: never seen him ever before in my life. Yeah, there he is. That's him. That's him. Never seen him. He, but, plays, eh. he
0: plays Reese in the new Terminator. Yep. Yeah, oh, no. that's, yeah.
3: That new Terminator <laughs> looks horrible, by the way. Oh, uh, did, fucking... did you
1: see that, Drew? I still haven't seen it. Um, I hear completely mixed things. I have friends who are like. Oh, you know it's good, but I'm—I think they might think that because of the last two Terminators.
2: Yeah. But all I
3: like when I see the trailer on TV. What's her name? Amelia.
1: Amelia Clark.
3: Amelia Clark. She's horrible. Just the way she says. Yeah. Come with me if you want to live. I'm just like no. Or that line she has
1: where she's like, "I'm trying to teach him to fit in. It's not going so well." I was like, "Oh God." (laughs) Kind didn't of. we try this in Terminator 3 like didn't they say something she like that she should
3: just stick to Daenerys Targaryen it looks so bad that fucking Terminator listen
0: just I I, underst- I acknowledge T2 was good but that first Terminator just if they would just left that franchise alone and that mm-hmm. movie could just stay there by itself yeah I, I love Terminator 1 I think Terminator 1 is fucking one of the best movies ever it's better than T2 I don't care what anybody says <laughs>
1: oh no I totally agree like I love Terminator 2 but I think the first Terminator is a yeah, Far Superior. It's I'd, almost a... I, actually, it is a horror film. It's oh, kind of yeah. just a slasher movie with a, you know, cyborg or robot. <laughs> the, first I don't
3: Terminator, the first Terminator is the guy with the, the arms that turn into metal to open the elevator. That's, That's Terminator is, 2. Oh, see, yeah. I'm not really into Terminator, but...
1: What? We got so a- you're not into Terminator, but you're into Sam Worthington? <laughs> Shh. No, but- not anymore. Occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> Small doses?
3: Yeah, it's been a while since I had a little obsession.
0: He um, In Terminator 1, he just walks into a police station and starts blasting everybody. He's yeah. sick. To get to Sarah Connor, he Is just... Is that
3: the one with the shotgun where he has it in one hand and he's like... With nope. one hand? Or is that the second one, too?
0: Sarah kind of does that in the second one. Yeah, uh, that's the second I, I guess one.
3: I'm all about the second one, then. <laughs>
1: you know yeah, what? the second one's awesome,
0: though. The second one's good, too. It's just the second one, for me, it starts getting goofy with the Asta la Vista. And oh, yeah. The fucking...
3: They're in a giant Mack truck. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah.
0: But that I seems awesome, one. though. That's back yeah. when they
1: did, you know, actual stunts. So. Right. That
0: Great action scenes, mm-hmm. yeah. But maybe tonight, at, uh, tonight we put on uh, Terminator One I'm after down. the podcast. <laughs> 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 All right, let's get into some movies here. Okay, so we watched um, I Drink Your Blood from what year was it, Ange?
1: Nineteen oh, seventy. Seventy. Seventy
0: yep. or seventy-one.
1: It was seventy. <laughs> okay. I thought he said Drew. Sorry.
0: And, and, um, yeah, yeah, uh, uh, um, it follows from last year, twenty fourteen. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so let's. Okay, I Drink Your Blood. Um, this is a movie that if I'd seen this when I was young, I would have absolutely loved it, and it would have scared the shit out of me and freaked me out, mm-hmm. and then 30 years later, I would watch it and be like, wow, that movie sucked. <laughs> 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 so, me watching it now at 38, I just did not like this movie. Oh,
2: man. Yeah.
3: Oh man, I have to agree with Mike. I was oh, not feeling this. No. Now I'm I'm all about old movies, '70s horror, but this was just really slow and excruciating for me.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, a lot of older movies are a bit of slow burns, but mm-hmm. no. but once it starts going, it gets, it did pick up, keeps up a little rolling, bit. Yeah.
3: Yeah, and when it did pick up, it did have some kind of fun, you know, stuff going on, but.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, See, I really
3: wanted to like it. I really did.
2: Oh,
0: man. See, when, when you watch these movies, like, you know what they are. So you don't right. you're don't. you not expecting great yeah. acting. Mm-hmm. You're not expecting extraordinary effects. But the only thing from this movie I really liked was the black guy. He was the only guy that I looked he, – he looked threatening. He looked mad. He had that fucking axe. He was running around like crazy. The other people looked like cartoons to me. I yeah, wish Go everyone
1: kind of plays a stereotype, yeah.
0: Yeah. I wish everyone was like as committed as that black guy cuz <laughs> he really fucking brought it and he was my favorite part of this fucking movie.
1: He was great. Um yeah, everybody actually plays a stereotype. You have I forget all their names, of course, except for one of them. Um the Native American um who played uh, i know his character's name was horace and the actor was actually i think it was shortly after this film was made he was paralyzed Oh, uh, and Bak-shar
3: uh roy Chowdhury. i don't even know how to say yeah that name. yeah, yeah that it's guy. like
1: back Bak-shar? yeah i'm not even. i'm not even gonna try dude you, you got it a
3: s k a r
1: so you have him as like the leader of the group and mm-hmm. he's just almost like the adam west batman type of villain like, he's very cartoony, mm-hmm. yeah, and it's always hilarious. And then you have, um, I think, Raul, the black guy. And he's kind of the menace in one of the group. Like, he always wants to undercut him. Right. So he's kind of next in line, I guess you could say, to be the leader.
3: He was and the then, one uh, who, who collected the most rats, right?
1: That's right. Okay, that's so he who... did
3: get to temporarily, you know, run the show for the
1: night. That's right. Oh, yeah, and then like you have the mystic uh, Asian woman, yeah, she is older.
3: She was very odd. She like, did not say anything no. she she just read her cards.
1: Yeah. You could have removed her from the movie. it wouldn't have it would have just been <laughs> fine. Like, like she just sat there with the cards and she had a couple lines.
3: and then later on in the movie, it was like she was gonna burn down the place where the woman the the one who owned like the store. Yeah, but then she saw the guy coming, so she just surrounded herself in a circle of gasoline and lit herself on fire.
1: Yeah, that was awesome.
3: Like, <laughs> she yeah. totally could have been eliminated for the movie.
1: And then, uh, Lynn Lowry, she was actually her character was written after the director met her. Oh, really? Yeah, he he just liked her and he liked her appearance, so he just gave her a role. And they didn't, I guess, have time for dialogue. So
3: well, that was She's the Asian mute? woman.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh no, okay. she was the mute, the one that didn't talk um lynn lowry's in a ton of movies she's in a couple uh david cronenberg films oh like i actually shivers. i
3: did recognize her she's the one who yeah. cuts off the woman's hand who's yeah. like giving them lunch right yep okay yeah um okay. yeah
1: and then there's the bigger woman that i guess she was didn't wearing have a, a
3: wig the whole time
1: yeah and he didn't find out to like the end
3: yeah <laughs> but right before she stabbed her baby
1: and then yeah uh, then you have i think his name was sully he was the one where they um Pushed him when he was in the van. They were always playing jokes on him. So he was the one that was, uh they thought he would eventually betray him. Yeah. And then you have the good guy who was in the cult for kicks and realized that's not what he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andy was his name. Yes. That's so, the
3: one who was with, what was yeah. her name? S- Shelly? Sylvia? Sylvia. Sylvia.
1: And, oh yeah, and speaking of Sylvia, um, what did you guys think of Pete, her little brother?
3: Oh, I wanted him to bite it the whole movie. I wanted <laughs> yeah. him to get rabies. I really did.
1: I loved his performance when he <laughs> would like look right at the camera and go, "What is that LS uh-huh. stuff?" <laughs> like every time he talked, it was like an after-school special. He's pretty I don't much know a anything mass about murderer. Yeah. Oh god, right. I'm pretty sure he grew up to do that. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> um,
3: um, I liked the the one chick who gave all the construction workers rabies. <laughs> oh, I forgot about her.
1: Yeah, the uh it was great. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and the sled of the group, yeah.
3: One person took out a whole crew of construction dudes. <laughs> yeah. I, I like um I really liked um, how the doctor was describing rabies and like all the things that can happen, and mm-hmm. like it cuts to the scene of her sleeping with one of the construction guys, and like she's not able to swallow, and she kind of freaks out.
1: Yeah, and they throw her in the shower, and she's like just freaking out. And- yeah,
3: it was. I th- I thought that was really cool. How he was just describing it as it happened to her. Yeah, it was pretty cool.
0: Also,
1: it was, uh, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I had nothing to say, so go ahead. <laughs> I thought I did.
0: Yeah, and so. I, I, you know, as I said, I didn't, I didn't enjoy this movie. What I did take out of it was the black guy, the craziness, and I always love when movies um, treat dismemberment like it's just a part of the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like when the black guy cuts off the leg, and he's like, "Hmm, leg." <laughs> so he shows it to the woman, or when they de- decapitate that guy, and he just picks up the yeah. head and he's running around and he's with just the head,
1: waving it at the mm-hmm. survivors, and they're just freaking out, and he's like giggling and just waving the head around. Yeah, or, like I love that.
0: When um, people just treat like body parts like it's eh, another day at the job. I always find that freaky and weird. Yeah. Yeah, or And they like, do that quite a bit
1: in this movie.
3: And they were pulling around the goat. And like the one guy lets him go to go beat somebody up or get somebody. And the other guy just picks him up and continues to pull him along. The yes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. dead
1: goat. Oh, yeah. They were just dragging that thing yeah. along.
3: There was one thing I absolutely hated oh. about this movie. Oh, no. And it was the score.
2: Real? Oh. Like, lo- what was
3: the deal with that, like, 10-minute car alarm going off and escalating frequencies?
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, that where rough. it just
1: goes... Dur, 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 dur. It was just like... <laughs> that was the scene where, where the, the
3: guy in- gets hung? Oh.
1: oh, where they uh hang him up and they're just... In the
3: attic? The, yeah,
1: after they cut his feet open, like, as part of some ritual or...
3: No, no, not that part. The part oh, not- where the guys come in the pickup truck to, you know, check out what was going on. Oh,
1: yeah, and... uh. Yeah, and he jumps down and kills him. And he stabs him in like his kidneys and everything just instantly fall because yes. you know, as you all know, your organs are just loosely packed in there. Yes. So. Right,
3: exactly. It was <laughs> like he was wearing a bag. He stabbed him and it was just like came yeah, out.
1: It just came out. I love that.
3: But that whole time it was just like Ahh!
0: Yeah, it was the bad. whole
3: time. I had to turn the volume on the TV down so I could barely hear it cuz it was just piercing my ears. But this brings
0: yeah, me it- back to this like things like that, like when the Asian woman set herself on fire and the music goes, mm-hmm.
3: yeah.
0: Like, if I saw that movie when I was ten, that would
2: fuck
3: me up. I yeah. agree with you. Seeing it at a younger age definitely has more of an impact on you. That's just, why I think old school horror movies, like they they still hold up because you saw them when you were kids.
0: Just like Beyond mm-hmm. the Door, that movie yes. was the scariest movie ever as a kid. <laughs> That movie's a piece of shit.
1: <laughs> it is. I actually have an original one sheet of that hanging up in my apartment.
0: Get out of here,
2: really.
1: <laughs> yeah. A yeah. guy, um he had a whole bunch of one sheets and the only one I wanted was uh the dorm that dripped blood. He's like, Oh, I sent you like five. A few one was like for some adult movie, yeah. something about sixty street cops or something. <laughs> uh the other two I don't remember, and then the other one was beyond the door and he's like, Oh yeah, it was in kind of rough shape, but it's hanging on. It's that and, that,
0: that movie scared the fuck out of yeah. me as a kid, man.
1: Also, worst parents ever in that movie. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. And beyond the
3: Jesus. door, <laughs> didn't we say that? I think. Yeah, so, yeah, we totally did. I think we did it on the last podcast.
1: Like the kids just call them by yeah. their first name, and they just let them run out in traffic, and they're the just worst. off doing something else, and mm-hmm. yeah.
3: Now let me ask you a question before I forget. Mm-hmm. You know those Japanese movies? That you know, if they have like a little bit of sex in them, what do they call those? Do um, you know what I'm talking about.
1: Are they cartoon? No, no, no. Okay. Um,
3: <laughs> the word is, it's spelt P-I-N-K-U. How do you say that?
0: I think. Go ahead. Uh, uh. uh <laughs> this is a totally new thing. I don't like know. it just For like
2: because. they also I have the a pink,
1: lot about uh, they, I, re- I, I, I think it's just pronounced like Pinku. I'm okay. not good on Japanese, but there's like a... because they, they call it Pinky Violence as well. Okay. Like, if you've ever seen uh, I would really recommend Sex and Fury and Female Yakuza Tale. Like, when you watch those, you'll swear they were directed by Quentin Tarantino. Oh. Like, and they were made, you know, obviously 20 years before he started doing films, so
3: awesome you see like I can't get into that whole thing that's you know but I hear people are like you just got to give it a chance check out this one check out that one and I mean I'm going to check it out and give it a chance but on the last podcast we did together I brought up this thing and like I found a list of you know the top 15 goriest horror movies that you ask yourself why you're watching them and like 90 percent of that list was that Japanese pinku stuff and I didn't know how to say it. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I was just curious, maybe if you knew how to actually say it.
1: I I just took a guess, honestly. I'm okay. pretty sure if like you guys have commenters, maybe one of them will correct me.
2: Yeah.
3: So. All right, cool.
2: But
0: all right, so let's get back to I drink your blood. Okay. Oh, oh that's right. right. Yes, <laughs> we got sidetracked. Um, have you? Did you see the
3: second part of the double feature of this? I eat your skin.
0: Yeah. Oh,
1: my God. Uh, it was at least. I want to say fifteen or so years ago, I was young, and they were. "I drink your blood" was actually named that just because they wanted to bill it with "I eat your skin." Yeah, because cause it, there wasn't it,
0: any drinking involved.
1: Nope. Right. Oh, I mean, there's that chicken's blood briefly at the beginning, Right. but I, uh, the movie was originally supposed to be called Phobia.
3: Uh-huh.
0: What a better name! Yeah, Absolutely. Well, <laughs> I mean. Now. I drink your blood is a good
1: name if there's blood drinking happening. Right, like,
3: I was expecting them to, like, cut somebody open and just, like, hold their limb above them and drink it, but that didn't happen.
1: This movie was introduced to me. um, I was working at a Borders bookstore, again, like, 15 years ago, and, you know, I was like, oh, I, I know horror films, and I had just seen my first Fulci film. And you know, so I thought I was on top of my game. And this guy worked with he's like, "Oh no, you got to check this movie out." And that was one of them. Mm. And I'm like, "I drink your blood." And he was like, "Oh no, that's not what it's about." And then he just went into like, "It's about how there's this satanic cult and they beat up this girl." And so like, her little brother ends up shooting this dog, and he that has rabies, so he takes its blood. And he injects it into the meat pies that they're buying, and they eat it, and they get rabies, and then they just run around and infect other people and kill them.
0: It sounds great.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, this is already the best thing I've ever seen. Um, and yeah, so I watched it, and I loved it ever since. And I always like to talk about. I'm sorry, you guys didn't like it, but
0: well, you know, it's gonna it. it's gonna happen. Uh, yeah. What's your like, like what? Uh, what do you uh, like about this, this movie? Because it didn't really have any kind of a good pacing. I mean, yeah, just, there wasn't even that much violence.
1: No, I can see, like, I think it's just because the concept and the way it goes about it is just, it's so bad shit crazy. Right. Like, it feels like a product of, like, just the, like, early 70s, like, someone just on LSD with an idea for a movie.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And they managed to pull it off because... Um, there are times I like the soundtrack and, I mean, when, like, he's chasing them through the woods with an axe and it's just bam, 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 boom, boom. That's, like, <laughs> it's so hysterical and I just love it. It's just yeah. so, like, fun and boppy and you get into it and it, just the concept of the movie, I love it. It's just – I like how it takes place and just, like, this – I mean, this is before cell phones and they don't even have landlines because the whole town's under construction. And they, ma- they actually managed to work everything into the story like it was being – um, the whole town was being taken down, and it was just the construction crew there. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And they just managed to work all that in. And that's a funny thing, too, is because that town literally was getting uh, bulldozed. So they could build new stuff. It was shot in. Um, uh, it's like an hour and a half for me. It was shot in.
3: Uh, oh, jeez. Oh, there it is. You're upstate, right?
1: Yeah. It was shot in uh, Sharon Springs there was so. definitely
3: a feeling of
0: isolation too mm-hmm.
1: yeah like absolutely it, you really felt like if you were there you would be screwed
3: now there was also one scene where um, I cannot remember her name but the woman who owned the store who sold the meat pies what was her name
1: oh my Do gosh you, you know this is bad I've like seen this movie hundreds of times and the only person's name I can remember is Pete because that kid just makes me fucking laugh um, <laughs> Mildred <laughs> Mildred. Mildred, I knew it was something yes. like really old
3: It was definitely Mil- Mildred Nash Yep um, There was a scene where her and the two kids uh, The girl and the boy Went down mm-hmm. into the cellar And it looked yeah. like um, there were a h- Bunch of the Rabies infected people In this store They mm-hmm. even knocked down the whole wall But only yeah. one of them goes down there <laughs> And know, then they come gets- up she shoots it and they run up the stairs yeah like where was everybody else all of a sudden
1: (laughs) you know it's a small set you get lunch break and now did you guys catch this i I know we're jumping all along on the plot here did you see her get bit when they run to the car
3: yes i said it just bit her hand
1: Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. i did and then all of a sudden she was fine did you did you guys see do you have a copy of the dvd
3: no, we actually I couldn't find it anywhere. Okay. I tried to illegally download it and I couldn't um. find it. I tried YouTube, I tried Netflix, Amazon, mm-hmm. nothing. So we found it on DailyMotion.com. Yeah, and that's where we watched it.
1: Pretty good because copy too. Yeah. There is a, um, there was a deleted ending in. I don't know why it was deleted because it is a dark ending that would have made this movie. I think people who don't like it, I think it would have made them actually like the whole movie. Because how it ends is, you know how it ends? You see whatever, those people running off and the doctor's just talking about rabies again. Mm-hmm. So what happens after that, it cuts to, um, what's that guy's name, Roger and Mildred in bed. Ooh. And, you know, it's getting all hot and heavy she and starts pumping s- at the mouth. She, You see her stick her hand under the pillow and pull out a gun. Oh, shit. And she puts it up against his head, and he's, like, freaking out. Like, what are you doing? What's going on? And she starts laughing, and then it cuts to her face. Uh, you hear the gunshot, and blood just splashes on her face, and she starts laughing.
3: Oh, my God. That would have been amazing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, and it, as soon as I saw that, I was like, why the fuck would you cut that? Yeah. That was like,
3: I need to I, see this.
1: And I have a reason it was because of... um. This was actually the first film to be rated X for just violence alone. So um not the first X rated film, but like just because of violence. Mm-hmm, so yeah. I, I have a feeling that like it's the way it's shot and the way it's scored and everything, the way it the whole scene plays out just makes the whole movie, if you were to think about it, seem dark instead of kind of like comical. Uh, a comical b mo- horror movie yeah it would have made the whole thing feel dark like it is
3: so if it was already crazy. rated x why cut that out
1: um I, back then uh you could still play x-rated films in some theaters okay um so i think i don't i'm probably not 100 percent right on this but i don't think like if they they're like okay if, oh this is what it was i remember now because i i did some research um So theaters were threatening to pull it because of its rating and because of how violent it was. So the studio it was either the studio or the director said each theater can make their own cuts to the prints that they want. But I guess that ending was just cut altogether. So I guess in that sense, there's literally probably just thousands of different cuts of this movie, if you think about it.
3: Right.
0: I did like when the guy... um he got the sword in his back and it came up through his mouth.
2: Yes. Yeah, that was awesome.
3: That was pretty cool. And I also... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I just real
0: quick. And then when when the camera um, went from his back to his face mm-hmm. to show us the sword coming up through the mouth, the yeah. sun was in the background, mm-hmm. and it was like a perfect... Like, I wanted to pause it and take a picture <laughs> of that scene. Yeah. It was act- actually... It was like beautiful, like the way it just it turned out, that one mm-hmm.
3: scene. Really good. It was yeah, cool. there's.
1: Sorry. <laughs>
3: no, go ahead. Sorry.
1: I was just saying, there's some really nice cinematography in there. It's, uh, I think, some of the stuff in the attic, the way it's like shot and shaded is, um this, the scene you talked about, and then the, of course the deleted ending I just described.
3: I I need to see that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You could probably find the deleted ending on YouTube alone. I'm gonna
3: have to. I'm gonna have but. to check it out. I really like the scene where they gave. Um, The Grandpa LSD. Oh my god, yes. pretty funny.
1: And then it launches into like that um, after school special. Yes. Because he's like, what is LSD? (laughs) 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 Just the way he says it and then she explains it. Mm -hmm. And then he's just like, I may not know anything about that L.S., whatever you call it. Mm -hmm. Like he couldn't remember the letter D. (laughs) And then he's like, but I know a thing or two about rabies. Yeah. (laughs) That kid just kills me every time. Like,
3: I really, I, like the whole time I was just wishing somebody would like bite him or something.
0: Yeah, I wanted I
1: wanted <laughs> him to go too. And when he's being super pushy about the meat pies after he injected the rabies in him. Yeah.
3: yeah he's like, no, take these.
1: Look, they're a quarter,
3: fresh out of the oven.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, um, Andrew, how do you feel about Hollywood remakes? Do you feel like there are some movies that you stay away from or that remake them it's okay because the originals are still there how do, you, how do you feel about that
1: um hmm you know sometimes they can actually do a good job in actually this is one of those movies where like you know maybe if they were to remake it there's a lot to explore that's exactly um, why
0: i'm bringing this up
3: i was gonna say if this if this movie was made like mm-hmm. 10 years later yeah maybe it would have been so much yeah. better
1: like, because a lot of these films, these people, you know, they have an idea, but they only have so much of a budget. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and, and, you know, if, you're, if they were given the right amount of money, they could probably do everything <laughs> they wanted. Right. And another film that I think I would love, I know people might hate me for saying this, but I would love to see be remade as another favorite of mine. It's called The Mutilator. Oh, uh, yeah. It's actually coming out on Blu-ray in September from Arrow Video. So it, it has not seen a DVD or Blu-ray release because I guess uh, the negatives have been lost, but they found a good enough master source to it um, because there's this whole psychological um, element behind not only the killer but his son that they don't really get into in that movie and it feels like they could really get into that and make it more of a psychological horror instead of just a straight-up slasher.
0: That's one of those movies that ever since I was young, I've always seen the cover and I've never seen the movie.
1: Oh my god. I you know, I always tell people I'm like, it's my favorite slasher and I will never ever be able to tell you why, because even the title is like the most generic thing.
0: Mm-hmm. It's great I, though.
1: I think it's just um because the plot's actually really good. It's this kid, uh, you know, he accidentally kills his mom. Uh he he was cleaning his dad's guns and shot her. And then so it starts off pretty dark and then, you know, it cuts to he's in college and his dad calls him and wants him to come clean up the summer house. but him, So him and his friends go there and they end up just getting killed by his dad. So the problem with it being made in the 80s is that it fell into the uh, the slasher boom. Which mm-hmm. is probably why they didn't go into the psychological part of it. Mm-hmm. They just were like let's just make a slasher. We don't have to spend money. It's going to make money. So I, I guess that would be the problem with it. But I would love to see something like that get remade.
2: Definitely. Um,
1: I mean... And I know this one everybody's 50-50 on, but I actually enjoyed the Maniac remake.
0: Oh, uh, with, um, yeah, with... Elijah Frodo. Wood. Elijah actually, Wood? Yeah,
1: I actually have an autographed poster of that from Elijah Wood.
0: That was uh, the first person. Yeah. They did it first person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you um, seen that. Do you remember?
1: Yes,
3: I do remember. I haven't seen that. It's, I liked it. Yeah. The,
1: yeah. The, the, mu- the music is fantastic. I love the mm-hmm. score. Um, and it's done by... It was produced by Alexander Aja, who did uh, High oh, Tension, yeah. Hills Have <laughs> Eyes remake. There's another remake that was actually really decent, too. That is, um,
0: that's my favorite remake. Yeah, I would, I would agree.
1: So I think it's if somebody can take a look at the original source material and say, like, okay, this is the story they told, but I feel like this story from the same source material can be told, and they actually care about the project, Yeah. then you can actually turn out a really good movie. But what's happening now is studios just... It feels like they're playing it way too safe, and it's just hey, this title's popular, just yeah. let's get it out.
0: It's like in, in the music industry, the hip-hop, where they'll take a song that was a hit and mm-hmm. just sample it. It'll be a hit again. If it was a hit once, it'll be a hit again. <laughs> yep. Same kind of thing. Here's my... Here's my. I'm sorry, Angie. No, no, go for
3: it. Go well, for it.
0: Well, I'm going to tell you my idea for the remake of this movie. Do you want to jump in real no, quick? No, go for it. Um, I think you keep the story the same. I like the story. But... Instead of a satanic cult with all sorts of different people, make it a satanic biker gang.
1: Yeah, that would actually work. Mm-hmm.
0: That's that's what I'm, how I'm feeling. That
3: would be cool. Instead of hippies, yeah. yeah.
1: Well, because it, yeah, because hippies wouldn't really work now. But yeah. Well, they
0: could be hipsters. Yeah. <laughs> they could be satanic hipsters.
1: But they wouldn't do anything. They would <laughs> just sit around talk about. They,
3: <laughs> they would watch It Follows. <laughs> oh Uh-oh.
0: that is yeah. a
3: perfect segue
0: yeah <laughs> thank, thank you miss angela but before we do that andrew if, if you don't mind we do like a one to ten rating when we do our horror mm-hmm. show in october would you mind uh rating this for, what's your rating at a one one to ten
1: for i drink your blood yeah. yes sir uh, you, this movie? you guys <laughs> are gonna ten. hate me but i gotta give it a ten
0: No, that's <laughs> that's great i mean you know it is what it is i think the the because you're giving it a 10, I'm going to give it a 2. I Ooh. think that really... <laughs> no, but that shows the the, mm-hmm. the versatility. I don't know if it's versatility, but the horror genre is so... Like, one Best. person could love a movie. One yeah. person mm-hmm. could hate a movie. Yeah. That's what's great about this genre. Mm-hmm. Like and I think... Oh, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I was, was going to actually come up with a, another example of a movie that I hate. That uh, other people love. But I couldn't think of one off the top of it my head.
3: Okay. <laughs> a, so it follows. <laughs> oh,
0: <my> head, wow. <laughs> um, okay. So
3: Ange, what's your rating? I was gonna say a four. Okay, just on the average. Yeah, like because there are things that I did like, and there are things that I absolutely didn't like.
1: Right. It's just it has everything. I just saw it at a time when I hadn't really seen anything like it. Yeah. Had I seen it now, I probably wouldn't like it nearly as much. But. Right.
3: Like if I saw this it's when a- I was a kid, it would probably totally freak me out, just like yeah. Pumpkinhead did. But
1: right, right. yeah, you know. I mean it. It has freaky moments. It's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a good amount of gore. It's an insane concept, and it actually kind of struck on a topic. It's something that was kind of unknown at the time. Yeah, like or they I were think- just kind of figuring rabies out. Right, I think um, that's
3: great. Like if yeah. somebody would redo this now, I think yeah. somebody could make it really, really good.
1: Oh yeah. So I, I think there's something in there for everyone, mm-hmm. with, whether it's, like, you know, the music, the way it's shot, whether if you're looking for a cheesy movie or something mm-hmm. that's just crazy. Um, but just that, you know, he's a 2, you're a 4, and I gave it a 10. Like, it just shows that, like, everyone should probably just check this out for themselves.
3: And yeah, I, absolutely. And this is
0: why I like these old-school kind of horror movies. It had funny moments, but it wasn't trying to be funny. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, they make movies now... Yeah, that are B movies, but they're making them to be B movies. Absolutely, like, I like the movies that yeah. they tried hard to make a movie, and it just kind of turned out to be a funny movie. Yeah, yeah. it's like, like
1: go ahead. oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, it's like with Sharknado, they're like calling it a cult classic the second they made it. It's like no, you don't make a cult classic. It just it becomes one, right? Yeah,
0: exactly. You don't. That's why. Um, that's why I don't want to watch Zombievers. I
3: was going to say, in my mind, Zombievers, absolutely. That's
0: why I don't want to watch it because they made it with the fact that it's a B movie in mind. When realized the great B movies don't think they're B movies. Right.
1: Yeah, they're literally people who are like, I have this budget, but I can make this work. And they, like, it's things like Birdemic, where this (laughs) guy, still to this day, legitimately thinks he made a great movie that says something about. You know, a scary, he thinks it's a scary horror film with a good, uh, you know, ecological message. Or maybe ecological is not the right word, but, you know, about the um, ozone layer and whatnot. But.
0: You know, Environment. It's, it's funny. Yeah, environmental. Thank you. It's funny you just brought Birdemic up because we just watched a video of the worst special effects in cinema history. Uh-huh. And Birdemic was on there. Yes, it was. <laughs> yeah, it's...
1: Again, that's simple. Like, you could probably... If you went on YouTube and you typed in, like, green screen birds, mm-hmm. and then you threw it into your editing software, it's called Chroma Key, so you remove all the green, that's probably what it would end up looking like.
2: Mm-hmm. So, I... No. All right.
1: Quickly
3: uh, on the topic of Beavers, have you ever seen that movie?
1: No. I skipped okay. it for the same reasons. I was like... I, I, I feel just... like
3: it's one of those movies that people think they should like, so yeah. they watch it and they yeah. love it. Yeah. I don't get behind that. Just, like... A girl walks home alone at night. A lot Wait of people think that they should love that movie because everyone thinks it's great. But I no, don't try to say that I loved it because I didn't love it. I wasn't going to say that. I was going to ask Andrew what his opinion oh. was. Yeah, actually. yeah, yeah. Have you seen that movie?
1: I haven't seen it. I put it in oh. my instant queue. Um, I've been hearing good things about it, though.
3: There were a lot of things that I liked about it and a lot that I didn't. That movie stinks. No. <laughs> it doesn't stink. It definitely doesn't stink in my perspective. But I'd love to, to know what you think when you watch it, Andrew.
1: I'll have to watch it really soon then and let you guys know.
0: Okay, awesome. <laughs> All right, so here we go. It Follows, which is a newer movie, which came out last summer, I think, or maybe even last Halloween season. Mm-hmm. 2014. I think so. Yep. Yeah. All right, Drew, I mean, uh, I'm let you. i going to give you the the, the the lead on this one if you want to jump into it.
1: All right, it follows. Let's see. Hmm. First and foremost,
3: <laughs> AK. did you like it?
1: Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm sort of... Uh, at first, I'm like, yeah, I really like it. And then I think about it, and I'm like, well, it was okay. Right. Like, I kind of dial it back. Um, I feel like the first half was... Actually, shot really well and it was lit really well. So, cinema like the
3: cinematography yeah. overall, I was would agree, really
1: nice. And yes. um, but it was they pretty. Th- they kind of forgot about it. Yeah, um, and then I think it was about the halfway point when uh, it, it attacks her on the beach. It sort of became a little silly yes. and started to feel too much like an indie film. Mm-hmm. So I think that was starting to um, kind of affect me. Um, where I was like, oh it's still okay, but I definitely wasn't into it as much, but I still liked it. Right. Um I did love this soundtrack because I wanna say it was like an 80 synth score, but mm-hmm. it was like a little bit more than that. It was a more like um Like someone just had a Casio keyboard and yes. just pressed four keys. It, so it was like a step under that and it just And that was another thing that added to it was I I'm pretty sure it was intentional, but you never know what era this takes place in because there's one cell phone at the beginning, some of the cars are new, some are like 60s or 70s, a lot of the aesthetics of the movie are also 60s, and then that girl has that seashell that she reads the book from, so it's like a new iPhone, but a seashell.
3: Um, Is that real?
1: I I don't think it is. I was looking for that, but um, so... So, I like that part about it, because you're not worried about, oh, why don't they just call somebody, or why don't they just yeah. do this? Like, it mm-hmm. just, you're just kind of in and watching it, so they're smart about doing that.
0: Alright, so, this movie, um, it follows, is, uh, aka, STG, Sexually Transmitted Ghost.
1: <laughs> oh, is that seriously alternate title? No, I, no. Just, I just made it oh. up.
2: Okay. <laughs>
0: I just made that up on the spot. So what it is, is this girl, she likes this guy. They have sex. She tells him, uh, he tells her, rather, that he gave her something. And the thing that he gave her is this thing that appears to be someone in your life, and it follows you. It walks towards you. And And if it gets
3: you, then you die.
0: Yeah. What is what's that,
1: what uh,
3: is that what's background? I'm hearing background. that too. Is
1: that, is that, from that Prometheus? You? That's
3: from your YouTube that you were streaming the oh, If Follows yeah. song from.
0: Oh, yeah. I was playing the If Follows song in the background, and it, it ended, <laughs> and, the, and the ad came mm. on. I thought uh, I heard
1: that.
0: <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. And so that's pretty much the story. This thing follows you until you have sex with someone else. Then it follows them. But if it gets them it kills them, it comes back to you.
3: Right, but it could potentially still follow you if. You have too, so sex with somebody else too. Because the original
0: kid still saw it. It was still coming after him or he just saw it. Because you never stop seeing it. Cause remember yeah, remember true. When, yeah, because when she banged the neighbor, she saw it go after him.
3: Right. Yeah. But it saw her but continued to still knock on the door to get that guy.
0: So it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't chase you because it, it, you could
1: just see it.
3: Right.
0: Yeah,
1: I think it's you both see it but you both perceive it as however it wants to appear to you. But it's going after who's first in line. Right. I guess.
3: Now, what's...
0: All right, now, so, Andrew, you're, you're, you do reviews. You're, you know, this is what you do. Yeah. What is the fucking subtext? Like, what is this movie really
1: about? Um, on the surface, it seems like it's a metaphor for, you know, sexually transmitted diseases. That, yeah. it's,
0: that's too easy, though. That's got to be something yeah. else, right?
1: Um, because, and that's what I was thinking, too, because at the end, they're walking, holding hands. It was, the, you know, because they actually liked each other. And they cared about each other, and I don't know if this was intentional or not. But in the background, it looks like something might be following them.
3: Hundred percent.
1: Yeah. Um, but they don't seem to notice. So I think what it is, it's like they were careful, and it was done out of like passion, and you know they care about each other instead of. So I think that's the one night
3: stand in a bar.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I I think that was sort of like more of it. They didn't care. Yeah, and this time they did care, so it was. I, and that is also um, kind of the indie filmmaking part of it too. I guess where it kind of had a deeper message. It seems. So is it
0: almost like some kind of weird metaphor for like pro marriage?
3: Like don't have sex before you're married, or you're, someone's gonna fucking hunt you down. Or stop, <laughs> stop running around banging everything sight. Uh, oh if, man! If you just <laughs> if you just
0: calm down and, and find someone you love, you're not going to care about all the other shit out there. Or I don't know, it's just weird.
1: Is this the new pro abstinence movie? Could be.
0: <laughs> I could totally see that. Yeah. So, Ange, what? How do? What's your opinions on this? Story?
3: All right. I loved the cinematography. I loved the score. I had three major problems with this movie. My first one was the girl in the beginning. What relevance does she have to the movie? We don't know who she got it from. We don't know like um, anything about her. But all we see is her in the middle of the street. Then she drives to the beach, calls her parents, tells them she loves them. And then cut to the next scene and she's dead and like mutilated.
1: Pretty like, much the only gory shot.
3: Yeah. like She was dead and her mm-hmm. leg was all bent backwards. Yeah. Like, I, I, What was the point of that?
1: That's okay. just your cold open, really. Yeah, yeah, it's just a setup. Like, yeah. this is what you're in store for. Or it could have been that girl he had a one night stand with. Because now that she's dead. But my thing is, is, is,
3: when we actually did see it kill somebody, it mm-hmm. didn't m- mutilate its body,
1: it was just grinding on it.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and, like, by having sex with him, it kills him. Yeah,
1: so yeah that was, was a little Lego weird. See, bed- sex kills. That's why abstinence. You gotta go abstinence <laughs> all the way.
3: I just feel <laughs> like that opening scene kind of set us up for something that we didn't get.
0: And when it did kill the kid, yeah. mm-hmm. when it when it finally killed – we seen it kill somebody, we needed t- – it needed to do st- – it wasn't threatening. like right. it, it just kind of dry-humped them.
3: Right. Yeah. By the way it opened, you'd think it would have done something yeah. more, but it didn't.
1: Right. I, I think that could have been a case of less is more if they just didn't show it. Right, because the whole time all you would see is this thing just walking slowly, and that was actually really creepy. Yep. Mm-hmm. And okay. then you're right. Like once they showed that, it was just like, oh, is that it? Is that all?
0: Yeah, they right. had to give us a little bit more. In that That's
3: scene. why I didn't find anything super scary about this movie. It's not a
1: horror movie.
3: I wouldn't think so either. It's like a thriller or something.
1: Yeah, I would say it's yeah more of like a ghost thriller, uh, indie film.
3: Yeah. Okay. So my second problem was. <laughs> They're on this search to find out why this is happening to Jay. That was her name, right? The main character? Yeah. Yeah. So they go back and find the guy that gave it to her. So now they're at his house and they want to know all this, you know, how did it happen? And all he keeps saying is, you got to get rid of it. You got to get rid of it. I had a one night stand in a bar. She gave it to me. I gave it to you. You got to get rid of it. And they kind of just give up their quest to find out (laughs) why it's happening.
1: Like, yeah, I guess like um, it's just kind of a way to uh, either, you know, the writer didn't know how to answer it or just um,
0: he wrote himself in a corner. kind of. Yeah.
1: Or even if a lot of movies suffer from trying to over explain things. Mm -hmm. So they just figured like, well, if the pacing's going along and we just keep this moving.
3: I feel like if if we if we would have found out why a little bit more, maybe (laughs) I could have liked it a little bit more. But they kind of just gave up so easily. Yeah. And that really kind of bothered me. Like, I would have liked to have known a little bit more.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I could see that, too.
3: Yeah. Um, okay, so th- and my third and final problem was Paul, after he has sex with Jay and now has it, mm-hmm. he, he drives by some prostitutes.
1: Yeah, because he was thinking about, like, passing it on. And that, I think that also goes into the end, And because you see him, like, walking hand in hand.
3: Right, and like, they
1: care about each other, so it's like, maybe that's why it wasn't necessarily following them. It, I think it was kind of a message, a little deeper message, maybe. Did he go through with it?
3: That's my question. If he oh. did go through with it... Oh,
1: I see what you're saying. Is
3: it not following them? But if he did go through with it, is it still following them? Because at the end, there was something walking behind them. So it's like you kind of don't really know.
0: Or... If he thought about giving it to the hookers, but then he's such a like a,
3: he's such he's he's such so, a nerdy shit. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. such
0: a like a nerdy, corny in love dude that he still thinks that having sex with a hooker would be wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah he definitely he's too nice
1: of a guy, and um, and he really saw this whole thing as a self sacrifice, not as a, like I want to get laid kind of thing.
3: I think he did it because he truly loved her. Like, and yeah, exactly. He didn't want her to have it all on her, absolutely. And
0: by the way, there's no way that hot girl is banging
1: him. No.
3: <laughs> right? The whole, mo- like, there was, like, dialogue between them that kind of indicated that maybe, like, there was something between them at one point that, like, maybe mm-hmm. he got a little too creepy about and she backed off.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you know? and, like, uh, oh, yeah, and she was kind of putting her feet under his leg at the beginning.
3: Right, and she's like, Well that's why this didn't happen or something. Yeah. Like kinda indicating that things have happened in the past. But
1: right. Yeah, I, I think he said they um they were each other's first kiss or something yes. like that. Yeah.
3: Right. They did say that and then I forget what it was, but there was like a reason why nothing more happened. I mean they didn't tell us why, but she did say something like I that. I don't
1: yeah, I don't remember either, but I think he said he kissed his sister. <laughs>
3: No, there was somebody he kissed somebody else, I think.
1: Oh, okay, somebody else's sister. Yeah. I heard like the that. word sister and yes, I was like Yes, absolutely.
3: <laughs> you kissed Jill's sister or something like that. Okay. I just didn't it was just it wasn't
1: believable with with those two at all.
3: No, definitely not. I, I mean, I, I
1: I've seen couples where you're like, "Okay, how did that happen?" So, I mean, yeah. that way I could buy it.
3: <laughs> and then it was he was kind of weird too cuz like When they went to the ice cream shop and he was wearing his little ice cream dude uniform, he looked like he was 10 years old. I know. (laughs) Um, And then with that pool scene, it kind of really fell flat for me.
1: Yeah, at the end there.
3: Like, I felt like it could have been so much more. Like, they set everything up. And there was a scene before that where she shot it and it got back up. Mm -hmm. And then in the pool scene, yeah, he shot it. It kept swimming. Then he shot it again and all of a sudden the pool was full of blood. End scene. Yeah. And then it just cut to a new scene. Like, I I don't know. It just was nothing for me. Like, eh. like this whole big setup for just a pool full of blood.
1: Yeah. yeah, that part I didn't get.
3: Let me
0: let me tell you, I, I, I love the suburbia in mm-hmm. full time. Yeah, that dusk. was a nice look. Mm-hmm. It kind of reminded me of Halloween a little bit. Absolutely. The movie that is, and again the soundtrack, the score was great. Mm-hmm. I loved the way it was filmed, the way it was shot. There was a scene of a squirrel running across a power line, which it just looked great. I mean, um, but this movie in general is just a big pile of shit. <laughs> and I hate to just, I hate to just bring it down <laughs> to the lowest common denominator and just. I would like to say this, that, and the other, but it just sucked. It really just comes down to it was not entertaining. I would not watch it again. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't own it. Um, I don't know. I think it's like a big... It's a magic trick, right? Here's Mm -hmm. what the magician does. He shows you one hand, and his other hand, he's doing this, that, and the other thing. This movie is showing you the great... The the way it's filmed was great, even though I felt like it kind of went away from it towards Mm -hmm. the end. The soundtrack is great. It had a creepy, the thing creeping, creeping around was weird, but in at the, the the base of it, it's just not good. Like it's a trick, it's a shakedown. The tr- yeah, this, they're tricking you with visuals and, and audio, and it's really not good. This movie to me is like the director had a dream, because it feels like a dream. This movie, where yeah. like the things the f- the thing that's following you changes faces and it looks like someone you know, which happens in dreams all the time. Mm -hmm. the girl with the cell phone shell Mm -hmm. that's directly out of a dream like uh, it's like it's a thing that you recognize but it's different Mm, yeah you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. yeah um the fact that the thing was on the roof naked yeah Yeah. why was it there that's true because there's no because that thing whatever it is being on the roof does not help it get to where it has to go right it's just random and it's it's like a dr- this whole movie's like a dream state. Like they get to the pool with all that old electronic equipment, yeah. typewriters and shit. Where the fuck did they get that shit? How did they carry it? It's just there. I mean, they show them driving to the beach house. They show them driving to the pool, and they show the scenery of Detroit. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they just ended up there. Like they kind of—it was just weird. I felt like it's just a big dream. And and the thing is always in pajamas or naked. <laughs> It's either naked or in pajamas. Every time it manifested, it's always in sleepwear. Yeah,
2: because yeah,
1: that's, yeah, cause that's uh, I guess, to support your uh, dream theory, because most people, yeah, that's how they sleep, yeah.
0: And that's yeah. how people sleep. Yeah. Um, there was one time where a girl was like, her teeth were fucked up, and she was pissing at herself. Uh-huh. Yeah. She had a
3: skirt on at that no, point. No, she was
0: wearing 70 shorts, I think.
1: Yeah, they were like uh, boy shorts or something. Oh, or what, okay. what, Whatever yeah, girls call them. Skirt. Yeah, just yeah. totally
3: yeah. random for no
0: reason. hmm um, and again, like what Drew said on the beach, when the thing, when he, when he hit it with the chair and then it kicked the kid, it looked like a sci-fi channel effect. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. It really, like that moment just took me right out as soon as I, Yeah. like if they would have just left it alone at like her hair lifting and then like nothing yeah. or something. Yeah. And, but uh-huh. like
3: it hit him and yeah. then he had a mark on him. Yeah. 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 Kind of, uh,
1: I was going to say something about the, oh yeah. Well, about the dream, um, Uh, I guess, element of it. Um, Did you notice too? She was putting like lines of like grass on her leg, like cuts, I guess. Mm -hmm. And then
0: that was weird, yeah.
1: That's when they were
3: sitting in the circle talking to the guy who gave it to her.
1: And there was a part where, you know, how they kept showing like the plate and there was like a sandwich and a pill. Yeah.
3: And Mm
0: -hmm. then
1: later the only thing missing was the pill. Yeah. So I I don't know. So it seemed to deal with like teenage depression issues too. Mm -hmm. I didn't
0: notice that. I could see that.
1: I didn't notice that the pill
0: was gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: I re-watched that part a few times because I was like, wait, I think something's missing from the plate.
0: Yeah, because why would they – I was wondering, why like, are they showing us the plate again? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: But, yeah, it's – so, I mean, I don't know. I just wish I knew, like, ultimately what they were trying to say. I just – maybe that's uh, the other thing, too, is because, you know, teenagers just – they want to have sex to have sex and, you know, pills and – you know they're cutting their legs and everything, and then at the end it's oh yeah actually uh I mean I don't know what I'm trying to say but <laughs> no but I think you're onto something with yeah. the with the cuts and, and the, the, pill. the
0: pill and the sex
1: yeah there seems to be like a lot of uh, teenage dependency uh, themes in it
0: I agree yeah good I that's that's good shit I didn't think of that. I was wondering when she was putting the blades of grass on her leg. I was like, what the fuck is she doing? Pay attention!
3: The guy's trying to tell you something.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He's like trying to tell her, okay, here's how you destroy it, and she's just playing with grass.
3: Yeah. (laughs) And she lined them up perfectly, so I could totally see where Mm -hmm. you're coming from.
1: That was like the first thing I thought of, and then uh, my friend said the same thing, and I was like, oh, alright. Okay, so.
0: Also, you know what I just realized? Um, uh, Drew, have you ever seen Prometheus?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: All right, so do you remember when the th- the black thing comes out at the end? Yeah. It looks like a Pokemon character.
3: It does. I just realized it, it just really does. now because
0: it's on in the background. It easily could be a Pokemon character.
3: Agree.
1: I'm going to see if I can find an image of this thing really quick. <laughs>
0: I think you have to watch it as it's moving. Cause oh, yeah. Because if you look at an image, it c- it'll probably look
3: scary. I could probably go pick out the card that it looks like right now. Oh, oh was right?
1: it the, um, I guess... Like the uh, prototype of like the Xenomorph, where it had like the weird yes. shaped head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it kind of does.
0: There's there's a Pokemon. I think our daughter has Pokemon card that looks just like it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I never. I just know. Oh wow. It this really does. Take this. Prometheus gets a hit every time we watch it. It's like, uh-huh. oh, that kind of was weird. Oh, yeah. that kind of sucked. Oh, this
3: uh, it, it, it keeps getting hit. every time But you time can't I watch help it. but watch it. I just love to watch it. Yeah.
1: I I actually it's a film. It's like I know all the. Plot holes in it and everything but i still enjoy it
3: yeah yeah me we, too
1: we love it actually yeah
0: <laughs> i mean the
3: first like, time we watched it we were probably be like Ugh, 10 times but you just can't help but love it
1: and want to watch it yeah it's i think everyone does great job with their characters especially mm-hmm. uh david yeah i was gonna say michael what the hell fassbender. is magneto's name there thank you michael fassbender <laughs> i know him as magneto
0: magneto I, I tell you who i love is in this in prometheus is uh charlie theron she she's hot. Great. And everything. I mean, she's yeah. hot, but she's also like, she, uh, excuse me. She has no emotion. She's like just yeah. deadpan the whole
1: movie. It's great. Yeah, she's just. I d- love that um,
3: first scene where she's in and she she's like dripping and she has like the bandages on her from being in like cryo sleep and oh, she's yeah. doing her push-ups and she's just like stone faced. It's great. She's great. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, her uh, one of her earliest roles is. Um, she had a really big role as. Uh, uh, I think that character's name was Follower in Children of the Corn 3. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I'm joking. It wasn't a big role, but like,
2: <laughs>
1: she, she wasn't a... That's why they're just like Follower Number 3 mm-hmm. or something like that. And she has a close-up, and then you see her die at the end. That's it.
0: That was uh, Two Days in the Valley was when I first
1: saw her. Oh, my God. I love that movie. Yeah, man. Yeah, was, it's a good movie. James actually, Spader's a hitman.
0: James Spader was the hitman, and um, Jeff Daniels was like the burnt-out cop or whatever.
1: Yeah, and um, I forget the actor's name, but he's in so much stuff. He was like the hitman's partner that he tried to screw over, but he knew he was going to screw him over, so he's kind of like the anti-hero of the movie.
0: I don't I don't remember. It's been so long since i fucking seen that movie. The, yeah. guy, the guy who you're talking about, he's in a lot of movies?
1: Yeah, I think he's even in, like, Hudson Hawk. Oof. Um,
0: oh, Ray uh, uh, Aiello? Ray Aiello? Yeah, that's it. No, Danny Ayello. Yeah. Ray Aiello is
1: my friend. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it it could have been him. <laughs> yeah. All right, so wh- any closing words on uh, It Follows Inch?
3: I just don't, like, tell me, you like this movie, right, Andrew?
1: Um, yeah, I thought it was all right. I mean, I can see where people have issues with it, but just like,
0: well, here's the thing. No one, yeah. no one seems to have an issue with it. But me and Angela, it yeah. seems like,
3: <laughs> I mean, I'm like, I'm the type of person I'll watch a movie, I'll write down my thoughts about it, and then I'll go on IMDb and look at the user reviews. Mm-hmm. That like 10 were awesome. And then one was shit. Yeah. Like why do people love this movie? I feel like it's another one of those a girl walks home alone at night ones where people think um, they should like it so they do. Yeah. Yeah.
1: If there's if there's anything I like about it, it's that um what like we were talking about kind of things trending in Hollywood earlier is this one actually feels different. Mhm. Um which I think is good for it to feel different and be successful because I mean, obviously studios are playing everything way too safe and that's why we keep getting films like as above so below and the gallows where you're like I've seen this a 100 times already and you don't care about it but you know it's going to make money so it's good that this is starting to get recognition and yeah it's come different
3: up. it was original absolutely i like that yeah i just don't understand like the hype around it like people love this movie they think it's amazing they think it's fresh and
1: that's all it takes is you know it may not be the best film or even the most perfectly executed but you know it's like it's a good idea and it's kind of new so sometimes that's all it takes and it looks uh you know it's a beautifully shot movie so that helps
3: definitely pretty i just wish we could have known like a little bit more about it
0: and i guess in a world where they're remaking poltergeist and it's oh, something, something like this that's new and different and fresh and original. you know people you know they want to cling to it. they want to hold on to it mm-hmm.
1: right Yeah, because it feels like so far this year everything has either been a remake or a found footage
3: Now on when I was looking through IMDB, I found um one like one person who agreed with me on it and was like, eh and he he had a quote I, I'm gonna quote this person. I didn't write their name down, but this is what he said about the movie. It was an incredibly boring. S- <laughs> was, that a snake? It was an incredibly boring, steaming pile of hipster indie garbage. <laughs> I thought it was perfect. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm gonna
0: take that quote and Instagram it later. <laughs> um,
1: I, no, I can definitely see that. Like, mm-hmm. that's what I meant by like the second half. I was like, oh, is this like a indie kid kind of film?
2: Yeah. Yeah,
3: I think <laughs> you know. Like indie kids do cling to that shit, and that's why it became what has become. Also,
0: I think that like, like I said, where like Hollywood is out of ideas and there's no originality. When something does come out that like this, that's mm-hmm. fresh and original. I feel like if you don't like it, it's kind of uh, justifying Hollywood a little bit, and I feel like people subconsciously don't want to dislike something Not that's like fresh, it. right? Yeah. It's almost like, you know, like the 9/11 attacks where the people think that it's an inside job. They don't want to like they don't want to accept the fact that we were vulnerable and we just got attacked. It's mm-hmm. more easier to think that we were in on it. So it's like was that a, too much of a stretch? <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, <laughs> but that was a
1: really good uh analogy. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like holy shit, this is getting really dark. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it, 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 took a turn for the worst. It's kind of like that. I mean, people don't want to admit that something fresh sucks cuz it's like, wow, Hollywood could be right? No way. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. something something is is in the air where there's going to be a movie that comes out. It's going to be original and it's going to be fresh and it's going to hit on every every mark. I hope yep, so.
2: You
1: know, that's all it takes is the right thing at the right time. Mm-hmm. So, it's bound to happen.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, what, what, uh, Andrew, uh, any closing words on it follows? Maybe uh, give us a rating or.
1: Yeah, um, you know, I'd give it a six. Um, right. I didn't think it was the greatest thing. I, I enjoyed it, although I think if I watch it anytime soon, it'll just uh kind of study like the camera work on it. I'll do that occasionally with movies, um, sure. and.
0: Yeah, it was okay.
1: We'll just say that. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, anything else, Angie, rating?
3: Um, I'm going to give it a four. Four? I'm sticking with the fours tonight.
0: Right. Um, yeah, I'm with, I'm with Drew. I, go, I give it a six. Um, Pretty much because when I say love, uh, you know, I don't use love often. Mm-hmm. I love the feel. The suburbia, autumn, dusk, mm-hmm. dawn feel. Mm-hmm. I love that. I would watch yeah. any movie with that. Yes.
1: It had a better Halloween feel than most of the Halloween movies do. Yeah.
0: Exactly. <laughs> it had that Halloween feel. Like, you see, like, just the block and the wind blowing, the leaves rolling yes. across the sidewalk. That's
2: awesome.
0: That's why I give it above average. Uh, you know, I'll give it a couple points for originality, this and that. I'll probably never watch it again. If I do, I'll watch it for, like,. What Andrew was saying, like teenage angst and depression and these type of things. The only reason why I'll watch it again is to try to look into it more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'd I'd really like to kind of... What is going on?
1: Yeah, I'd like to really know, like, kind of... Because I really feel like he was trying to say something with the ending. Yeah, because
0: it's almost like they... It was so deliberate. They're holding hands and the
3: thing is in the background. And they weren't mm-hmm. even looking back, which yeah, they were doing so, the whole movie, and they didn't even look back once. Yeah,
1: yep. so to me, that says they feel safe, they're not watching their backs, and maybe they don't see it. So.
0: Right. Um, if
2: I you won't.
3: get married, you can't get
0: the SDG.
1: That's right.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, Did I, uh, I give it a 6-2. I don't know if I said that. Did I say yeah. that? All right, so Andrew, before I let you go... Mm-hmm. um. I want to thank you for doing the show. I really had a great time, and y- 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 yeah, you're this was you're awesome. Yeah, you're great, and I would love to have you back in October when we do um, our horror movie podcast. We do it all month. We do movies all month.
1: Oh yeah, I'd be down. Definitely awesome.
0: So definitely, I would, l- I would love to have you back. But as I got you here, um, what other movies like "I Drink Your Blood," which you know a lot of people haven't really seen or heard of? What other movies, maybe one or two, that you would recommend in that kind of unknown? Um, realm. Unknown realm, yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, well, there's another movie coming out by Arrow on Blu-ray soon. Um, it's kind of nice that they're putting all these uh, movies that have only been out on VHS. Uh, it's called Blood Rage. It's about these two teen, these two kids. One of them is crazy, and he gets locked up and then escapes and starts murdering people. But you never really know who's who. Um, it's kind of silly too. Um. So I'd say check out Blood Rage and then Something in the Same Vein. Oh boy. Um, Trying to see what I have on my shelf in eyesight. <laughs> um, have you guys talked about Pieces? I recently watched that movie and I loved
3: it. Yeah, that's <laughs> one of the greatest
1: movies ever.
3: Yeah, I thought it was um, great.
1: So I would say absolutely. Pieces is always uh, one of the first movies I show people who whenever they're like, what type of movie would you recommend to me? I'm like, Pieces?
3: Pieces. watch Pieces. <laughs> it was, I lo- I loved Pieces. I, I started it, and I was pretty tired, so I fell asleep. But I finished it the next day, and I would totally recommend anybody watch it.
0: Awesome. Pieces and uh, Blood Rage. Yep. I remember I watched a movie way back, and I know we're running kind of – it's already an hour and a half in, but real oh, quick. Wow. Um, I watched a movie back in the day that's one of these like cult classics, so to speak, um, it was, like, one of the movies the Misfits sing about. And, boy, was it a piece of shit. Have you ever seen Blood Feast?
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh,
0: is that Herschel Gordon-Lewis? I think it's one of those Herschel Gordon-Lewises, yeah. I don't get you know. him. I don't like his movies. <laughs> I just don't get it.
1: At the time, he was, like, extremely shocking because of the amount of, like, realistic-looking gore. So, um, so Oh,
0: that's why he's, like... He's yeah. Up, up, oh, okay, good. Yeah. Because there was this scene where he, like... He, like, rips somebody's tongue out. Tongue out. out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it, was, it, it was awful. It was just so <laughs> bad. But I guess, it's, again, it's of its time, you know? Right.
1: Yeah, it's definitely one of those movies that kind of came out of a – where someone just has an idea and they want to do something that hasn't really been shown before. And he wanted to make stuff that was just extremely grotesque.
0: Oh, it gets kudos for that. I can't can't so, knock him for that.
1: I yeah, saw, delivering I, something new.
0: I just saw the trailer for The Wizard of Gore. And there's a scene where the guy cuts his own head off, the magician or whatever. Would have. Oh Ooh. man, I
1: haven't seen that in several years. I got that for Christmas. Like, uh, yeah, that was probably the last time I watched that.
0: Oh, uh, the effects are. So, I mean, you can't expect it to be great. Mm-hmm. But when he cuts his head off, it just looks like a wax figure. <laughs> it's so bad.
1: It's there was actually a remake, uh, probably around 2005 or six. Get out of uh, here! Really? Yeah, and it has Crispin Glover.
0: Oh, that's a must-watch then. <laughs> it's. He's such it's, a weirdo.
1: It's a whole other beast. Like you would hardly see that the, it was a remake.
0: Um, I do want to ask you one more question that you may or may not know the answer to. Have you ever seen Lucio Fulci's *The Beyond*?
1: I love *The Beyond*. Yeah.
0: Right. what the fuck is going on in that movie? <laughs> <laughs> like, I I love *The Beyond* man, but like yeah. they they now it, at the end are they in hell? Are they in purgatory? Their eyes turn white. What's what? I would love for someone to give me. I've been thinking about doing my own fan fiction on The Beyond, giving it a backstory, giving it a purpose, giving it a reason cuz I just don't know.
1: You know, I think I uh, I don't even know if Fulci himself would have known. Uh that was the yeah. fun thing about most say, of it. That's
3: like a Fulci typical
1: Fulci yeah. ending. Yeah. That was the fun thing about most of his films is it's like it was kind of a spectacle first cuz The Beyond like especially that last scene there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Looks amazing the way it's yeah. like lit and shot and Absolutely. everything and um that was the fun thing about his films. You were just so into like how it looked and what was going on, but you didn't really realize what was going on may not make sense when it all comes together. Yeah, and he tended to do that a lot after zombie. Um, I would have to say it's really, or maybe he was just wanted people, you know, leave it up to your own interpretation.
0: See, that's what I got from it, and I if I wish I had like time, and, and I would love to sit down and write a whole. thing like I want to build the world around that movie. Like I want to make a universe out of that movie. With hell and why your eyes turn white, what you do you have to cross a threshold? What, what why like what creates the zombies? Like where did that guy go after he got melted? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah,
1: and then there's um I think the girl's name was Emily, Emily with the white eyes. Yeah.
0: Oh, she's my horror movie crush by the way. I <laughs> love oh, her. Oh, yeah, she's I gorgeous,
1: Emily. I fucking love her.
3: She was um, also in another movie I watched recently called, um, beyond what the was darkness. it? Beyond the darkness. I was yeah. like, Oh shit. That's Emily from the beyond.
1: Yeah. If you watch horror movie films, you'll see like the same 10 people reused over and over and over.
0: Yeah. Also, um, um house by the cemetery did the same thing. Yeah. I'm watching it. I like it. I like what's happening. And then the end, the lady shows up and you're like, what? Uh
1: huh. Yeah. They, you don't know. And <laughs> that was actually, God, I got to cut together some video reviews, but, uh, I talked about that in my video review of house by the cemetery like what happened basically just what happened so did he die is he a ghost like are they part of the living world now like
0: what is mm -hmm.
1: it and but i think it's just uh he just like something to
0: take home with you
1: yeah i think he just had like a dark image because fulci from what i've read he's he was he was a pretty disturbed guy but he was yeah
0: (laughs) He had uh, definitely an eye fetish, right? Yeah, right. yeah.
1: <laughs> well, th- he said, uh, or maybe somebody said, he made New York Ripper to, cause he wanted to get his aggressions out on women.
0: That's the next one we want to. I want to yes. watch the New York. Ripper. Oh man,
1: it is one of the most like, just unnecessarily like, sadistic movies I've ever seen. Like it, it's pretty intense and just for no reason, but I love it, especially. So you already know the killer uses a duck voice.
0: Oh no! Really? Oh my God! <laughs> you're, gonna you're, you're gonna laugh.
1: You're gonna wa- you're gonna laugh your ass off. Like the first time I heard it, I had to rewind it. I was like, Exc- "What?" <laughs> I was like, "What just happened?" This so my really copy broke.
0: This is a must watch. Okay. Yeah,
1: New York Ripper was actually the first Volchy movie I ever saw.
0: Uh, Gates of Hell was mine, and that's still one of my favorites. Or oh, City of the Living Dead. I, I love
1: City of the Living Dead. That's one of my favorites.
0: <laughs> yeah, we got to sit down and watch that. Um, okay, Andrew. Let me let you get out of here because it's you know we, we've had you on for an hour and a half. I really enjoyed oh, yeah. you uh, coming on.
1: <laughs> Thanks for having me.
0: It's awesome. Do you want to plug your uh, social media or anything, or you got everything out in the top?
1: Yeah, I think um, basically if you just go on Facebook or Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and just search Goon Reviews, you'll find me. Well,
2: Definitely um, check out his feed on Instagram. Yeah. It's
1: awesome. So, all I, I do it. is um, you know I talk about toys, games, and movies. Um and then my guinea pigs, that's about it.
3: <laughs> Which are so cute by the way.
2: Thank you. <laughs> Everybody out there,
0: go follow Goon Reviews. Thanks.
1: Thank
2: you.
0: All right,
1: man, have a good night. You too, thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.
0: Alright, so that was Andrew from Goon Reviews. I want to thank him again. Great job. I really had a fun time and I could have kept him on all night just asking him questions and how he felt about movies and this and that. And didn't even get into, like, horror TV shows or anything. But, uh, okay, time to wrap it up. Um, you know, again, I don't want to do shout-outs because I'll forget somebody. Just a couple quick ones, Big Papa Podcast and Green Up Podcast. Um, the Naked Porch and Attention Deficit Order. And um, check all that, sh- all those shows out. iTunes and SoundCloud and Stitcher. And um, check out The Bats. That's B.A.T.S. Dot 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 the Bats. Excuse me. The Bats Podcast, and uh, also the Moon Bat Podcast. Check out those guys. What a great show that is. And um, my man Steve Brute from the Bats Podcast has a band called Spam Javelin, and they're fucking they're fucking awesome. It's like hardcore punk with a little bit of fucking oi mixed in, which I'm all about that. So I'm definitely gonna end the show. With a song from Spain, I Just want to say what's up to my man Jay and Chris out there. I gotta say what's up to my brother Anthony. I want to thank Angela for doing the show and for I, I we're on fucking Periscope the whole time. I kind of forgot about it, but it's there. I want to thank her for doing that. And last but not least, this song is called I I, I gotta fucking find it first. All right, this song is called Top Knot. Top Knot, like a uh, top knot on your hair. Alright, the song's called Top Knock Go Fuck Your Wife. It's by Spam Javelin. Later.